right, welcome back to CBS Sports Radio. I'm Vince Quinn here, and joining me, one of my favorite people to talk football with, an NFL writer for CBSSports.com, Jeff Kerr is on the show. Hello again, Jeff. Vince, what's up, man? It's week 17. Finally, we are at the conclusion of the regular season. I can't believe it. Well, yeah, and mercifully for the Philadelphia Eagles, which we are both unfortunately fans of, uh, this season is going to be coming to a close. Now, the the big news, and we'll, we'll get this out of the way up front, get our, get our Eagles mess out of the front. Um, Doug Peterson's keeping his job. Do you think Doug Peterson should still be the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles? Absolutely. Uh if I had to pick between Doug Pearson, Howie Roseman, and Carson Wentz, this would be the hierarchy. It would be Doug Pearson, number one, Carson Wentz, number two, Howie Roseman, number three. I just don't trust what Howie Roseman has provided the Eagles head coach. And, look, Doug hasn't had a good year. Let's be realistic here. He He's had a lot of questionable decisions, a lot of questionable roster moves, and the Eagles offense just hasn't been as good as we thought. But Doug Pearson kind of saved his job when Jalen Hurts came in as quarterback. Wouldn't you agree, Vince? Yeah, no, Jalen Hurts came in and it was like, oh, wow, this is a guy that can actually, you know, complete a ball on third down. He's hitting screen passes, (laughs) it was basic things, but they felt exceptional. Exactly, and I just felt like a guy that, look, and the Eagles the last three weeks and Jalen Hurts' three starts, they're second in the NFL in yards per game. That's a pretty big difference, and they're top five in rushing yards per game. So if Jalen Hurts was the quarterback the whole year, or if, say, when Wentz should have been benched, probably week 10 against the Cleveland Browns. Maybe the Eagles are in the playoffs right now. We're not talking about this. Maybe the Eagles are, I, I don't know, seven, you know, seven and one at this point. You know, they're, they're playing for a, a division title, or they already clinched the division title at this point. So I'm thinking to myself, hey, you know what? Maybe this team just isn't as bad as we're making it out to be. Maybe it's just Carson Wentz is just that bad. And, I don't know. Doug Pearson says he wants to fix Carson Wentz. That's his number one goal this all season. I mean, you're tying your head coaching career in the NFL right now to Carson Wentz. I don't know if that's healthy. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's healthy for anybody. It's it's time for him to go. I mean, just for me being being a diehard on all that stuff. I love Wentz. It, it's been fun. Like he seems like a good guy, but it's time, man. I, he's just better off somewhere else. And yeah, here's the thing, though, Vince. Who takes him? Who takes that contract? Like. Everybody pins into the Indianapolis Colts. Why would they want him right now? They have Phillip Rivers, who they can resign. And I'll be honest, Jacoby Brissett isn't that bad of a quarterback here. Is he Phillip Rivers? No. Is he Carson Wentz? No. But the Colts are good enough where Jacoby Brissett can lead them to 10 wins in the season if they choose to go that route. I mean, maybe the Denver Broncos, I don't know, but would they want to take on something like that? I, I don't think so. I think they have better options as well in free agency. So it's going to be tough to see which team wants Carson Wentz. I, honestly, the best situation for the Philadelphia Eagles in Week 17 is the Colts win today and all the other teams ahead of them win. And then that front office says, you know what? Maybe we would have won 11 or 12 games with Carson Wentz. Let's give the Eagles the moon and we will trade them that first round pick for Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, I would love to believe this scenario. I'm going to root for it to happen. I don't know if it's likely, but I'm going to root for it. Now, we're talking with Jeff Kerr from CBS Sports. He's an NFL writer there. And and let's just go through the rest of the NFC East, right? Because you've got three other teams that actually have a shot at making the playoffs here because one of them has to win the division. So, one, do you think any of these teams are actually capable of winning a playoff game? I think Washington can win a playoff game because their front seven is that good. I mean, they legit have six, seven guys that can rush the passer. But here's the problem. They're going to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I'm going to say no just because 
I think a team like Washington can disrupt Tom Brady if they would play them. But Tampa Bay's offensive line is so different when Allie Marpet plays. Between when he plays and when he doesn't. And Allie Marpet's healthy now. Tampa Bay has a really good front seven as well. I, I, I don't think their defense is as good as it was at the beginning of the season. But I don't think they're as bad as they were the, the past couple weeks. But this team is finally starting to turn around right now. And I hate to say it, our old friend Tom Brady, uh, 10 touchdowns, no interceptions the past three games. Playing really well, and all of a sudden things are starting to click in, in Tampa, and maybe that's because they're finally in midseason form. And Bruce Arians and Tom Brady, they said this time in and time out. It's going to take them a couple months to click. They're starting to click now. I would love to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go up against a Green Bay Packers team, a New Orleans Saints team, or a Seattle Seahawks team right now because I truly feel they can make some noise in the NFC. Well, yeah, it's it's going to be fun, and that's the thing. To have a team of that caliber be the five seed, you go, okay, like this is a really good playoff field from the NFC side, and also for the AFC side, I mean, the fact that the Colts might not make the playoffs and they could go 11-5, and five, that's crazy. Like, that's a really good lineup on that side. Isn't that why we expand the playoffs? So this doesn't happen, and in year one, it's going to happen. It's insane, Vince. Like, I thought for sure when they expand the playoffs for 14 teams, and I still think this. We're going to see an eight and eight, nine, seventeen make the playoffs at some point. It just isn't going to be this year, at least in the AFC side. But it's just so top heavy in the AFC. There's so many good teams. Uh, who would have thought the Miami Dolphins would potentially be playing for the number five seed today? Yeah, alone making the playoffs. It, it, what a year Brian Flores has had there. A uh, Baltimore uh, again. That's the team I really want to see get in. I want to see them take care of business and get into the playoffs because I think they can be as dangerous as anybody. They can beat the Kansas City Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills if they would play them. They're going to be so dangerous where they're a five seed, six seed, whatever. But even so, you know uh, the Cleveland Browns if they somehow make it, and again they have to beat Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh's playing Mason Rudolph, so they. Cleveland should win this they game. They better win that game. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if they don't win this game, I think they should relocate. I think I just think <laughs> they should get rid of the Cleveland Browns franchise entirely because this is the fact that the one year they make the playoffs, they were nine and seven. <laughs> we're talking with Jeff Kerr, an NFL writer with CBSSports.com. So, since you mentioned the Bills here, because the Steelers, okay, yeah, they sit Ben Roethlisberger. They're not bothering with the two seed. They don't really care. For the Bills, they've sort of left it up in the air. If you're Sean McDermott, are you playing for the two seed or not? You know, if there wasn't, um, it, I should say this, if there was a first round buy, yes. I don't think I would. And, look, I, I know the whole division rivalry thing. You want to keep the Dolphins out. But still, the Dolphins could lose Sunday and still get in. That's the position they put themselves in by beating New England, by beating the Raiders. If I'm Buffalo, I think Sean McDermott's going to pull the Andy Reid route. They're going to give the their good faith effort in the first half and play their first teamers. And then I think it's, okay, whatever. Uh, Josh Allen, you're out. You know, We'll give these guys the rest they need. I just don't think Sean McDermott's going to tip his hand right now. Buffalo clinched the division. They can't get the number one team in the conference. Uh, if you want to avoid the Baltimore Ravens, sure, but Again, you can get the two seed and play them. Uh, you can get the three seed and play. You, that's the th- that's the thing right now. You just don't know who you're going to play. So I think you're smarter just resting guys, and hopefully you don't have to play that Saturday. Uh, you can play Sunday in the wild card round. Okay, so then let me ask you this, because because based on your logic, which I totally get, it makes a lot of sense. 
Is it just a particular this year problem? Because it's the first time we have seven seeds in the playoffs and only the one seed's getting the buy. So is it like particularly for this year, it's not worth it as much to be the two seed? Because I've looked at it, I, and my thought has been if I was McDermott, I'd go for it because I want the chance at a home game. I want to guarantee a home game as much as possible for the AFC Championship. So it, it, does it matter or not? You know, like is it undervalued? I just, I'm trying to figure out how much a two seed this new landscape is actually worth. Well, that's what it is, Vince. It's fear of the unknown. It's not like they're going to get by in the divisional round here. They're still going to have to play on wild card weekend. And Buffalo had their bye. It was week 11. So that's enough ample time, I think. I, I mean, look, if I'm trying with Durham, I want to keep my offense on the field and everything clicking. But at the same time, it's you can still do that in the first half, and you can still make Miami's life miserable. I mean, you, you don't have to play Josh Allen the whole game, per se. You could play him a half. You could play him three quarters, and, you know, depending on how the game's going, because obviously Sean McDermott's a competitor. He wants to win. But, but you're right. At the same time, it's the lowest you can go right now. And I think technically they actually can somehow end up as the four seed, but so much has to happen there, and I don't know if they want to do that here. So I, I think – What's going to happen is I think they're just going to play it out the first half and see what happens. I think they prepared to play a full 60 minutes with this first team. But, again, there's a possibility they might play the Miami Dolphins the next week as well, um, depending on how everything lays out. And do you really want to give your game plan? As We remember the Andy Reid special from from years. Remember when he played, like, the Bucks in Week 17 and then he played the Bucks the next week in the wildcard playoffs and Andy, like, just didn't tip his hand. And this was like 20 years ago. He just did not tip his hand on anything. Yeah, AJ Philly, you're the quarterback. Uh, you know, Brian Mitchell, yeah, we'll bring you in a couple of times. And then they just trash Tampa Bay the next week with their first game. <laughs> well, yeah, there's there's so much gamesmanship involved in all this. So the whole thing is just incredibly fascinating. I'm glad we could get some time to actually walk through this because you are the one, the only, Jeff Kerr, NFL writer with CBSSports.com. Jeff, thanks so much, man. Always a pleasure. <laughs> thanks for having me on, Vince. I cannot wait till the playoffs, man. We only got, what, six more days? It's literally playoff week as we speak. Well, yeah, and so I, I got to get you back on before the Super Bowl. That is my personal promise to you. I would love to have you back on before then. Hey, my Super Bowl picks are still alive, Kansas City and Seattle. You know, I forget who my Super Bowl picks were. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> This makes me a bad host, I think. I should have some hot take in my pocket of like, yeah, I thought the, uh, I don't know, I, I was definitely out on the Buccaneers. I'll tell you that. I was like, yeah, seven and nine. Like, I was totally playing the spike card when it comes to the Bucks. Uh Chiefs, I, it would probably be the Chiefs, and then I don't know. I, I'll, I'll make it. I'll say Seattle just so we're on the same page. And it's a nice uniformity between two Philly boys. So, there you have Absolutely, it. Bitch. All right. Well, Jeff, yeah, it's it, it's been great having you on, man. You take it easy. Happy New Year. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Vince.